You're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I share tips and tricks so that you can save time cooking. I'm Celestina, a chef and registered dietitian nutritionist and lover of good food, especially pizza. Recently, I've spoken to a lot of busy parents who all seem to be experiencing decision fatigue. You make hundreds of decisions a day, and when it comes to making dinner, you're completely burnt out uninspired, and you find yourself making the same meals over and over. But you know that these meals are something that your family enjoys, something that's quick, something that's easy, which is why you kind of get stuck in this rut. Good news, you don't have to eat the same thing over and over, you just need to have some essentials on hand to make dinners quick, easy, and delicious, and without having to follow a recipe or spend hours cooking. So let's dive into some of the kitchen essentials that I recommend busy families and basically everybody should have on hand. Starting off in the pantry, having a couple of quick cooking grains like quinoa, rice, farro, millet, barley, you don't have to have all of them, but having like one or two so that dinners can come together really quick is great. You can cook your grains in advance. So grains that take a little bit longer to cook like brown rice, for example, You can cook in bulk in the beginning of the week, and then on busy weeknights, all you have to do is reheat it. You can add in different flavors when you reheat it, or you can add in different flavors during the cooking process. Next up, I recommend having proteins, a variety of different proteins on hand. So canned beans are a fantastic veggie alternative to meat-based proteins, and all you have to do is open up a can. I also really like to have boneless, skinless chicken breast on hand because that can cook up in 15 to 20 minutes, 25 depending on how big your chicken breast is. Frozen fish fillets are another fantastic item to have on hand. From frozen into the oven, they'll be cooked in 15 to 18 minutes depending on their size. And I feel like a lot of the times people are less apt to have fish because it's it can be really time consuming or they're not really sure how to prepare it but choosing a frozen fish product like a piece of frozen salmon for example just taking it straight out of the freezer putting it onto a parchment lined sheet tray and then popping in a 425 degree oven for 15 to 18 minutes that is something that's doable on a busy weeknight and obviously you can add different herbs different spices But something I really enjoy doing to a piece of salmon is drizzling some honey mustard on it or just spreading out some Dijon mustard on it and maybe encrusting it with some herbs. Super simple, but it feels like you put a lot of effort into it. Some other proteins that I like to have on hand are pork tenderloin because that cooks up really quick. They're generally fairly inexpensive and some really good flavor combinations for pork tenderloin. I like to combine paprika and cocoa powder, so unsweetened cocoa powder, and then just roll the pork tenderloin in that, drizzle with a little bit of olive oil, and then pop that in the oven. That is really fun alternative for like a Mexican taco night. Another direction you can go with a pork tenderloin is taking like Italian seasoning or a variety of different herbs like thyme, rosemary, oregano, and basil, and then rolling the pork tenderloin in that as well. Again, drizzling with a little bit of olive oil and popping it in the oven. Super simple, but it feels like you put in a ton of effort. And then one last thing that I recommend having on hand is sausages. Whatever your favorite minimally processed sausage is, I really like doing Italian sausages, uh, but also bratwursts and kielbasas work for this as well. That's something that you just have to poke a couple of holes in. And again, from the fridge, 
onto a parchment lined sheet tray. You can choose to drizzle it with a little bit of olive oil, but it's unnecessary because there's usually a decent amount of fat within the protein itself. And then just pop that into a 425 degree oven. They'll be done in about 25 minutes. Thinking outside the box with some of your staples and really utilizing the oven whenever possible is gonna make weeknight meals super quick, super easy, and it'll taste delicious. Some of the last things that I recommend to have on hand are frozen veggies. Frozen veggies you've heard me speak about in the past, I'm sure, and like they are my go-to. You don't have to take out a cutting board, you don't have to take out a knife, and all you have to do is open a frozen bag and again, pop it on a parchment lined sheet tray and pop it in a 425 degree oven. Almost any frozen veggie works for that process, but some of my favorite go-tos are broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots. Those, I think, roast up the best without having to do anything to them. But that doesn't mean that the other veggies don't get any love either. So frozen onions, frozen stir-fry blends, frozen peppers, green beans, those all saute very, very well. So the methods for both of these are a little bit different. Notice how I said with the roasting, you literally open a bag, pop it on a sheet tray, and then put it in the oven. So you're not adding any herbs or oil during that process, not yet. You just want them to basically defrost in the oven, they steam a little bit, and then they start roasting. In about 20 to 25 minutes, they'll be good to go, and then when you pull them out of the oven, that's when you can drizzle olive oil on them or add your different herbs and spices. Similarly, when you're sauteing frozen veggies, you can do it straight from frozen as well, but start them in like a medium heat pan. Like the pan doesn't have to be screaming hot. And again, you want the veggies to kind of just cook down in a pan, no oil. And then once the water starts to evaporate in that pan, that's when you can add in some oil, different herbs, different spices. And remember, frozen veggies aren't gonna need a ton of time to cook. They're not gonna have the same crunchiness as a fresh veggie would. So I would say even half the cooking time. So as far as kitchen essentials go, I think having a grain, a protein, and a veggie on hand, especially in those three forms that I just mentioned, that's essential to getting dinner on the table quickly, especially when you have nothing planned out. And when you have these essentials on hand, you don't really have to have anything planned out because you can keep it as simple as just cooking a grain in a flavorful liquid, roasting a protein and roasting a veg. But if you kind of want to amp it up, you can also do that with these kitchen essentials. And that's where using a flavorful sauce can really come into play. I really like to cook Asian food, Indian food, Italian, and even Mexican at home. So having some of those flavor profiles on hand is really key. Some Asian sauces that you can have on hand to turn your essentials into like a stir fry, for example, having soy sauce on hand, lime juice, ginger, and that can be ginger in powdered form or in fresh form. And if you like spicy, sambal or sriracha sauce. Just combining those ingredients is going to make for a really quick stir fry. You can also combine them, maybe just heat them up on the microwave really quick. You don't have to like cook your proteins in them, but that can be a fun drizzling sauce. So if you do have an Asian style meal, or maybe you kept your chicken and your broccoli pretty simple, but if you can combine the soy sauce, the lime juice, a little bit of ginger, and maybe some heat, that can be something that you just microwave really quick and then drizzle over your food. Super quick and easy sauce. For Indian dishes, I really like to focus on curries. And what comes to mind, especially for quick cooking things, is coconut. So having like a can of coconut or even coconut milk, preferably unsweetened, no flavoring. Combining that with either like powdered curry powder or they even have curry paste 
just taking those two items, you can create a sauce in the matter of minutes. And that's something that I like to cook veggies in and I like to cook a protein in. So it really comes together like if you were eating Indian food out or if you had ordered Indian food in. And then obviously you can serve that with some type of bread, you can use naan, you can use rice, totally up to you. But that is a little bit more complex of a meal, but again, just made with the essentials that you have on hand. For Italian, you can go in a variety of different ways, but I feel like the most quintessential Italian food is made with tomatoes. So having a can of tomatoes on hand, and it doesn't need to be like a marinara sauce, just having like diced tomatoes or even like a tomato puree on hand can transform a meal similarly to what we did with the Indian style from kind of just being your meat, potatoes, veggie kind of thing essentials to an Italian dish. So combining tomato sauce with either Italian seasoning or those herbs like we talked about earlier, rosemary, thyme, oregano, basil, and that can be an Italian dish where maybe you just have a sauce. You can like roast your chicken or bake your chicken in that sauce just in the oven and let it do its thing. Maybe you have pasta cooking instead of rice. So that can be a sauce that can come together really quickly for your pasta. Your chicken's roasting in the oven, or maybe you saute your chicken first and then cook it in that tomato sauce. And then that's something that you can put over your pasta. So there's so many different things that you can do by just having these essentials on hand. And then lastly, Mexican meals. So a lot of the times Mexican meals have this like very intense pepper base to them. And you can do that really simply at home by combining like a can of roasted diced tomatoes and a can of chipotle peppers. You don't have to use the whole can of chipotle peppers if it's a little too intense, but just those two flavors alone can start building Mexican flavors. And then you want to add in different herbs and spices like cumin, coriander, cilantro, things of that nature. You can even add in a chili powder or some paprika to kind of help build and intensify that flavor. And then to help mellow it out, you can add in some lime. That can be in lime juice, lime zest, but really finding that flavor balance between kind of the spicy and then all of the, the different herbs and spices and then that acidity from the lime juice is kind of quintessential of Mexican food. So really guys, like all you have to do is have some grains on hand, have a couple of different proteins on hand and foods can really come together. Like with the same three ingredients, you can probably make 10 different dishes, which is really cool. And exploring it in this way can be a really fun activity, not just for you, but for your family as well. So if you find yourself stuck in this rut of eating the same things over and over again, or you're saying, I don't know if my kids would eat any of that. I have two suggestions for you. Get your kiddos involved in the kitchen, regardless of how old they are. Get them involved in the process. Allow them to maybe choose between two veggies or choose between two proteins. And if they have a choice in the matter, they're going to be a lot more apt to try it. Get them involved in the process. If they see what happens behind the scenes, they're going to understand all of the effort and love that goes into it. And because they had a hand in it, they may actually be more apt to try it. And then as far as it goes for you, I understand that it may be really challenging and kind of scary to think outside of your comfort zone, not following a recipe and not being super sure of these flavors but I know you can do it. And if you need more of a launch point, I can be here to help you. So if you're not doing it already, follow me on Instagram and I give tons of inspirational ideas in post form, in real form, so you can see what this looks like in practice. If you're like, nope, I need a lot more guidance than that, then 
shoot me an email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com or go to my website and click on the Gather Around La Cucina tab to learn a little bit more about how we can work together over a three-month period so that you can hone in on these skills, you can start saving time in the kitchen, and you can really understand how the essentials that you have in your pantry can work for you and your family so that you guys can explore flavors, not be stuck in the same rut of eating the same four to five meals, and you can really start to grow your flavor palette as well as your cooking skills. As always, thank you so much for listening. Like I said earlier, reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or to reach out to learn more about Gather Around La Cucina. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. And check out my IGTV for a weekly series I like to call Mama, What's in Your Pantry?, where I go live every Monday with a busy mom. She surprises me with three items from her fridge or pantry, and I give her inventive ideas on how to use them. Reach out via IG if you'd like to go live with me. My handle there is at Save Time Cooking. <laughs>